So dream journal is your weapon for your memory. You need to get in touch with the memories of the dream state. And uh, dream journal is your pill, is your miracle pill. Episode 24 with Yuri Zaritsky. Welcome to the Multidimensional Evolution Podcast with me, Kim McCall. The premise underpinning discussions on this podcast is that life extends beyond the physical dimension, that death is not the end of life, that we're all connected energetically with each other, both in the physical dimension and across dimensions, and that there is a purpose to our life that involves growth, healing, and assistance to each other. We will be having conversations to expand your consciousness, help you connect with your essential self, and live life as an integrated, multidimensional human being. But given the subject matters, I have a request. Don't believe in anything, including what is shared here. Experiment, do your own research, have your own experiences, and always use discernment. The musical introduction to this episode is by the Finnish fusion artist Axel Kessler. The song is called Reincarnation. My guest today is Yuri Zaritsky, who spoke with me from his home in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. Yuri had a successful career in a large oil and gas company that he gave up following a profound dream with the Black Panther, a story he recounts in this interview. By following his dream, literally, Yuri has been led to a life in which he considers himself truly free. He now teaches people lucid dreaming and astral projection under the banner of Lucidity for All. In this interview, Yuri shares a bit about his main teacher, the Russian OBE researcher Michael Raduga. We discuss how Yuri understands these experiences, which he calls shifting, the importance of memory to take full advantage of our nighttime experiences, healing through dreams, his understanding of the subconscious and unconscious and their role to lucid dreaming, and how he works with people that he coaches. We conducted this interview while live streaming on Facebook, which means we occasionally speak to questions people had asked in the comments and touch on a range of practical issues about dream practice. Unfortunately, the novelty of organising the Facebook Live for me also meant I missed recording the very beginning of the interview, but I promise that all the good parts are included in this recording. I hope you enjoy this conversation. Uh, I know a lot of people, when they first have out-of-body experiences, um, it can be a bit frightening or, uh, you know, people are taken by surprise sometimes. In your case, it sounds like you found this book, there was a technique, you applied it. How did you feel when you had your out-of-body experience? Was it a, was it a... I always describe it like a slap on my face. It's a big slap on my face because uh, it's, uh, it's something that you... Uh, you would like to experience, but it sounds very magical. And uh, getting to be aware and conscious in the dream state uh, is a big slap on the face. Because 
usually the guys what they have is that they wake up and then they they will say oh it was uh, a vivid dream or maybe they knew it was a dream but then it didn't last long time it was a short experience they well, often guys report oh i start to be I, I understood that it was a dream and within seconds the dream collapses you know this is the 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 stories that often come back but when but uh, but when you experience this with uh, with intent to experience it and you stay there more than 5 seconds that's a big slap on the face because then then i was telling myself oh so this is real this is not uh, this is not just uh, <laughs> just a story for kids <laughs> yeah and and the enormity of realization that i am in a place environment where everything is possible is a big slap on the face you see yeah somebody who never experienced it to tell oh you're going to be somewhere where you can do everything you can imagine it but when you can do it ah it's another it's another story so for me it's, it was a big slap on the face I, I i even came up with a with a term for for it for myself to say that this is a point of no return there is no way that i quit practicing it there is no way that i forget it uh you know <laughs> there's no way and since then my life just built up upon that well i was going to ask like how did your life did was there a big shift in in the way you lived your life after that experience then it's for surely it's a big shift because i even call it shifting yeah <laughs> shifting you know from like shifting radio stations or something uh yeah i uh since then i uh, i already started to tell myself okay so now i'm going to uh restructure my life instead of uh, being a busy busy boy going to the office earning money coming back eating shitting sleeping i told myself now i'm going to restructure my life so that i can practice it more uh so i encountered the same difficulties like everybody does how do i do if i'm busy if i have too much on my mind if i'm tired i don't have energy blah blah, yeah. blah you know so i i restructured all my life uh so i i I came up with solutions how to be busy and be capable to practice and at the end I even quit my job and uh, start to do my business instead because by business I'm my own boss so I can uh, do what I like I have a lot of free time and uh, spending a lot of time with my family too so it was a big change big shift I think many people will be interested to uh, I mean guys who earn to be independent uh they will be interested to uh, to do this kind of shift. Mm. Uh, well, it sounds like you really, like the you really made it your priority in life, right? So so being able to pursue uh dreaming and and out of body experiences became a focus and you structured life around that. That was the question number 1. Mm. Because you know, the, the beginners and when I was a beginner I I was asking myself many questions that I keep hearing them from my students today. Usually how I do I'm so busy at work my mind is so busy I have no time so I already run through all of this and I and I sit down and instead of just asking questions I came up with solutions. What do I do if I'm too busy? What do I do if I'm emotionally uh, hyped up? What do I do? you know so so I came up already with all the solutions. Uh, from me or i searched for solutions online from people who also encountered encountered the same kind of difficulties so yeah it was a big shift big, big restructure in my life it was not, it didn't stay on just uh, 
oh, it's just a fun dream and just having some fun. I, I built all my life around it. Mm. Uh, and today I'm, I work with Michael Raduga, who has the biggest team in my, in my eyes. He's probably the one of the only guys who does research. I put myself as a researcher, but I don't do as much as Michael Raduga does. So could you I tell us a bit? Put, yeah. Can you tell us a bit about? Because um, I actually uh, am not very familiar. I've heard his name. I've got one of his books, but I'm not that familiar with with Marco Raduga. Marco Raduga. Can you talk? Yeah. Could you just oh, talk it's... about his his work and and what sort of research he's doing? And, and oh, you you've got to be aware of what he does for one simple reason is that uh, the techniques uh, that he proposes and the approaches and the way to look on the practice is very systematic. Uh, he is like a sports guy, and I like it. I like I like that approach myself. After studying many other guys, I prefer this because uh, there is no uh, he he's, he has no not much interest into um, what kind of interaction you had with little angels or how much fear you had with the with the demons. He will yeah. be much more interested in, in the technicality. How did you achieve the experience? What technique did you employ while talking to the angels? What technique did you employ when you when you were scared? You know, how yeah. did you travel? How do you teleport? So it's very technical. If you take his book, uh, which is uh, in a free access, you can go to my website. My website is dumb slow. I'm updating it. Uh, but you can go also to OBE for you, uh, and, and you will quickly find. On my website, you can find. You go to library and you go to indirect approach or technique. Is that the Lucidity for all website, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you, and you will find the face of Michael Raduga and you will have the PDF to download. It's a free PDF. You download. I even tell you on the on the page, um, on the website page, uh, which pages you have to read. And you have only nine pages to read and you are good to go. Uh, the only thing, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, is, is you have to be careful. You cannot read instructions and imagine things. You cannot read something and start to do energy work or something that was not act, was not asked asked at all. So you have to empty your glass, like you know, like, like the kung fu masters say, yeah. and uh, start learning afresh and uh, be honest about it. Not say, okay, I'm gonna be empty and uh, study study as a pure uh, pure student. You have to really to do it if you want to have success quickly. Otherwise, you will be wondering how come I still don't have success bar because you didn't listen carefully. That's the reason. Mm. So, so it's easy. So, so Very easy to do. The leaving the body is easy to do? Oh, yes. It's easy. For me, it's easy to do for, for everybody, uh, provided you listen carefully to the instructions and provided you don't have uh, issues. Issues like, uh, for example, not sleeping enough. It's, uh, it's an issue. Because your body, we want to, we want you to go to the deeper uh, non-REM periods of sleeping cycles, uh, where usually you don't have dreams. You you have dreams, but they are more fuzzy, or you will not remember them. Or if you are, if you if you undersleep, uh, when I say undersleeping, it's uh, anything below six hours is undersleeping. Everything above eight hours is oversleeping. It's, it has other issues as well. Uh, but usually somebody who, who undersleeps uh, will have difficulty with the practice. Uh, somebody who has difficulty to with memory is an issue. Well, one of the uh, I have I have students is, like that. That's what I notice for myself. If I'm 
under sleeping or if I go to bed too late, then I don't have the recall of the experiences. If I, there's a certain sweet spot and if I go to bed at that time, then I remember. Um, and if I go to bed later, very often I don't remember what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, memory, uh, psychological issues, people with, uh, you know, uh, the uh, people on medication, sometimes medication can disturb sleep. Uh, so, so I ask all of these questions before somebody starts. And if you are just a normal guy and uh, you don't over-smoke marijuana, uh, you are not alcoholic, uh, you can drink alcohol, it's fine. You can smoke cigarettes, that's fine. Uh, even guys who smoke marijuana, but uh, they definitely have very poor memory recall. Uh, they, 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 and they have difficulties to learn things and uh, they think they are smart. They think they have good memory uh, buttocks. From somebody who is very clear-minded, when you look from the sides, uh, from the side, you know that they have they have this difficulty. Yeah. Uh, except maybe some young individuals sometime when they start. Uh, so uh, if if it's a, if it's a healthy guy, there is no problem. I mean, eating everything, there is no problem with food. No no special diet. A uh, guy who has occasionally some 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 alcohol is fine. Uh, smoking, not over smoking, to become like a dry dry piece of wood, it's fine. It's a, many things are fine. It's it's all forgiving. But definitely somebody who is healthy, natural, eating everything, no problem, and has no no issues, you know. And somebody who is careful. That's all mm -hmm. you need. After that, it's technical, you know, like you go to school, you learn mathematics or physics or biology. It's exactly the same. So, so let's, so we're talking about, from what I understand what you're saying, right, that there are basically, if you live a, a more or less balanced life, um, get the right amount of sleep, um, you know, you're not, you're not um, stuck with psycholo major psychological difficulties or addictions or those kinds of things then it's open to you to become conscious during your nightly experiences, right? And so I'd like yeah. to unpick a little bit what kind of experiences, because one thing I've found that people use different words in this field. Um, some people talk uh -huh. about astral projection and, and out-of-body experiences if they're different things. For, for me, for example, I treat them as being the same. Lucid dreaming. Mm -hmm slightly different so I'm curious what how do you what are these experiences that we can have and how do you distinguish them uh, you see uh, <laughs> the community is divided that's that's the reality of it yeah you 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 can go in any uh, social platform and uh, make a Google search and uh, you will quickly realize that you have two branches. One guy's branch out to lucid dreaming, uh, kind of uh, perspective on the on the experience, and the other guys go to astral projection. And the two don't agree. The two will fight. And uh, and if you if you go to astral projection, you will even have some guys who will start to stratify even even the uh, out of body or astral projection experiences into uh, mental projection, etheric projection, and and God knows what else. So if, if I look to you like a guy to focus on only for a few weeks, that's all I ask. I don't ask you to, to become 
a month for years before you get an experience. I ask you just one week or two weeks and you're going to have experience. I would ask, forget about all of this. You don't need to, you don't need to put a word on the experience yet. It's, it's counterproductive. Uh, so what people know is uh, dreaming. Uh, so astro projectors and lucid dreamers agree on one thing is that we go to sleep before we have the experience. And somebody who starts the practice, what you know as a person is dreams, are, are dreams. So you know dreams. So call it dreams, but you will know that you are dreaming. And after that, the, the, your experience will develop. Uh, it's going to be an amazing experience for somebody who never experienced it. And uh, you will develop it. And as uh, when, when I say develop, you're going to have more experiences. Uh, instead of having one per month uh, or one every two months, you start to have them one per week. And then if you are lucky enough, you're going to, uh, I mean, if you, if you practice well, you're going to have two per week and more. And with two per, me, per week and more, you are entering into the five best practitioners among the enthusiasts. So this is the numbers I give you, which are interesting because people start and they don't know, okay, um, when, where, where is the line? Where, where is it that I become good in it? So what do you so mean the five best? Good in it, two per week is good. What do you mean the five best practitioners? You mean like in the upper, in the upper you, level? You take, you take all the guys who practice lucid dreaming astral projection. Only five percent of them are having them regularly, yeah, uh, two times per week. On a regular basis, it's less than five percent. So you, you you take this one or two million uh, people around the world who practice it, and among those two million people, there is only five percent. Hmm. Is that is so that statistic based on on Marco Rodriguez's research or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, you you can uh, you can see it clearly. By uh, by making very quick statistics on uh, on a few thousand people, uh, or you can run a statistic question in a group, and you will see that if the guys answer honestly, yeah. you you will quickly realize that. Uh, so it's it's good to know because sometimes guys start and they say, oh, I have only one time per week, and I'm like, yeah, be happy that you have one time per week because every 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 single week you can achieve something amazing, and that's and that is positive. Yeah. So, so even if it's one time per week, you start your Monday by saying, "Okay, this week I'm gonna do this and that," and you just wait. I mean, you practice and you just wait for the experience to happen. You're ready for it. You already have a plan of action. You know what you're gonna do. Yeah, I love I love that perspective. You know, it really gives people a, a goal to to work towards and feel good about the achievement. You know, rather than. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of beating yourself up that you're not yeah. out of your body every night. Yeah, yeah because uh, some guys come and say, okay, some some have a medical issue, so they they are lucid uh, almost all the time. They, they want to stop lucidity. Uh, some guys have, I forgot how it's called, you know, the guys who are awakened and suddenly they fall asleep. Those guys have a lot of lucid dreams and this kind of experiences as well. Okay. But those are medically exceptional people. Uh, yeah. Every regular person on earth, is it's happening more like that. So it's a good number to know uh, when somebody starts. So you have some, some goals to achieve. And if you do two, three times per week, it's good. Yeah. 
And uh, uh, another interesting thing is that uh, you can achieve uh, two, three times easily in one night. So you need one night of practice to achieve three times, you know. Yeah. And uh, my personal record went to 17 times in one night. 17 body exits. So, so, so would you have, you, you would go to sleep, you'd have an experience, you'd come back, you'd write it down or make a note or something and then have another one? Is that how you counted or? No, no, no. It's um, the, okay, so you, you've got uh, two types. You, you have um, where you are, uh, some guys, for example, Michael Radoga doesn't count them as two different experiences because basically you remain in the same uh, RAM slot, uh, RAM rapid eye movement slot so it's a false awakening so right. one uh, a, a non um, um, a non practitioner or a beginner will not recognize the false awakening so he will have one uh, he or she will have one experience and say wow that was amazing and then have a false awakening and then and then do not taking care of the false awakening they will wake themselves up and start writing, oh, that was amazing. And then, oh, my God, I woke up second time. But that's too late, you know. So you, you can ride the same wave, the wave of, uh, of the REM uh, cycle on, in, in one cycle and have many uh, false awakening within them. So uh, I, I know Michael Radoga, for example, personally count them as one experience. He doesn't count them as many. I count them as many because it's a win. <laughs> because I recognize the false awakening, that's a win. I took my energy to stand up from the bed because imagine standing up from the from the bed five times in a row. Uh, three times is fun, four times is fun. Uh, recognizing five, six, seven false awakening and have to stand up from the same bed seven times after, or ten times after a while, you get tired. <laughs> you know, the, oh my God, again. Uh, you already, you know, you already flew to the space, back to the bed, stand up again, shoot from the window, go to do something, wait, false awakening again and again, you know. So, um, for those uh, record of 17 times, that was the same wave. That was the same REM, REM slot. So, for Michael Radoga, it would be maybe just one. <laughs> but I count as a win. You keep the you keep uh, the same. Uh, you, you you have to keep your focus, you know. Yeah, for it's, sure. It takes it takes energy, you know, to stand up from the bed uh, three times. It's okay. But when you stand up ten times and you are still uh, out of body lucid dream, it takes energy to do focus. To, to so so that. did you? Because I mean, I recently had a, a false awakening dream, but I wasn't in my bed when I woke up. Um, the first time the, when I didn't actually wake up, I was in a completely different scenario um, that I woke up into, right? So in your case, are you saying that you kept waking up in your bed and then like... Really recognize it. Yeah. I've, I have a technique to do to never, never trust an awakening. So you always perform a reality check. Okay. Uh, you, always doubt, uh, you always doubt an awakening. And uh, it can be applied as a, as a technique on its own. You know, I, at some point I, I told myself, I never trust uh, me going to the washroom and having a pee. And uh, good enough, after hundreds of time going to the toilet and peeing there, at one point I started flying while peeing. And then I realized <laughs> that I, I am definitely dreaming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm standing there and start flying, okay, not flying, pinching my nose. 
you know, and after a few shots like that, I started flying. So, oh, okay, amazing. I was laughing, you know. And then, and then I realized, oh, wait, in the kitchen, the light was not was was broken when I entered the toilet. Ah, so that explains why, because uh, some sometimes the lights don't switch on in the dream space. Yeah. The electronics behave a little bit differently. Yeah. Um. All right. So I think so. I I, I get the um. You know, you're essentially saying don't worry about whether it's lucid dreaming, out of body experience. Just go for the experience and then unpack that. Yes. Right. But yes. I guess I'd still yes. like to um get your take, you know, based on your many experiences, um, what, what is your angle, you know, like, so for some people, um, we have another body that separates from the physical body when we sleep and it's the same body that we have, that we will have when the body dies. So there's people that see a clear link between out of body experience and life after death. Other people, especially if you're more in the lucid dreaming state, they're more agnostic about that. They will say, well, it could just be happening, you know, somewhere in the mind. We don't really know. Um, where have you landed on this? You know, what do you, how do you interpret these experiences for yourself? I, I refuse to in, in, interpret them. I, I refuse it for, uh, for a reason. Uh, at the beginning, for example, I, I was uh, attracted to, to make a quick conclusion. For example, um, uh, somebody who um, there's one fear that that many people maybe carry with them fear of death so you so the guy or girl is uh, oh I don't want to die or I'm scared yeah. to die or what's gonna happen when they put me with the worms under the ground and all, all the macabre <laughs> you know, imagination of it and then this kind of uh, girl or guy is having an uh, out-of-body experience uh, and uh, quickly quickly say, oh, I know I'm not going to die. You know, just 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 putting, you know, two connections together. You know, you you have something in your mind, you have an experience and make a quick connection, make a quick make a quick conclusion about it. It's 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 uh, how to say it's uh, reassuring. It's uh, definitely something that is uh, uh, it's the, the person will feel better uh, after experiencing uh, this and say, oh, I have a soul. Uh, some guys were scared during the first experience saying, oh, I, I'm probably dead <laughs> yeah. because I'm not in my body. Yeah. So I must be in my soul. And if I'm in my soul walking around the house, uh, that means I'm dead. And uh, <laughs> true enough, uh, 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 one minute later, the guy wakes up and uh, oh, <laughs> thanks God I'm awake. <laughs> so and then the guy will say, "What was that?" <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, there there is a Ukrainian joke. I will just say this to relax the atmosphere about it. It's a, it's a father who brings his son for his birthday to to the sea. So the son never had has never seen the sea. So he brings the son and he puts uh, so see the son all this water. This is the ocean, and the sun said, "I don't understand. It's like uh, it's like my bathtub, but more." Said, "No, no." So he brings him to uh, to half of the body in the water. You feel these waves. It's it's much bigger, and this is what we call the ocean. And, and then he said, "No, I don't understand that." He, he brings him up until here. You see all this water. This is the ocean. 
and then he said, no, I don't. So he, he, he takes his head, he put under the water, he comes out, and the son says, what was that? And, and, and this is the metaphor to say that, you know, even your experience of yesterday, of you being awakened, we are not talking about out of body or dreaming, you know, just your experience of yesterday, the only thing that you keep with you is a memory. So as we speak about it, you and me right now, you have a certain memory about uh, yourself yesterday. Yeah. And uh, you will have the same memories about your other kinds of experiences. You always keep a memory. Uh, categorizing them into something that another human came up with uh, farted out an idea about, uh, let's call it astro or lucid dreaming or whatever. Uh, my, I'm, I'm too rebellious to, to enter the framework of anybody. I don't want to call it anything. So I'm, I call it shifting uh, or, and my students like, like to call it shifting. And I call them advanced shifters <laughs> just because it sounds cool and that nobody else around the globe was calling it shifting. Uh, Michael Radoga called it phase because I think it was a nice term because phase of sleep, uh, different phases, uh, phasing out. It, it yeah. sounds good in, uh, in Russian and it sounds good as well in English. And uh, I like shifting because nobody used it. But I don't care how I call it. I really don't, don't care. Hmm. Uh, so uh, maybe maybe some guys want to hear. So Yuri, is it uh, multidimensional? Because that's your podcast. Uh, do we have uh, multiple uh, identities, multiple lives, mul multiple uh, um, lives on different uh, environment of environments of existence? Uh, it. So for those who are listening carefully and curious about it, it definitely uh, sometimes feels like it, really. And, and, and there, are, there is a multitude of experiences that you can attach to that idea, definitely. And, uh, but many things we don't know about our subconscious, many things we don't know about our unconscious. Who, who, is the, who is the professional in it uh, to talk about subconscious and unconscious? There are researchers, there are people who work with it, and I think uh, guys like us are probably the closest to it. The philosopher can, can have, a few philosophers have been actually lucid dreamers, so they, and they worked on dreaming before they came up with ideas of subconscious, unconscious, have written books, Jung and etc. The, the, all of these guys, they 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 they, have, they actually worked on dreaming, but it's still it's still unknown territory, and uh, I don't want to call it anything because it's it's just too reassuring. It's just too easy to jump into conclusions and start to put it into a framework. So I stay open. I have friends who are pure lucid dreamers, completely agnostic, and uh, and uh, and I have friends who are astral projectors, and I talk to both, and I may agree, disagree, and uh, I always tell them, please don't get upset if I sound too too scientific, or sometimes I sound a little bit mystical, you know, 
and uh, you know somebody somebody who will listen to our podcast he will think that we are schizophrenic maybe you know yeah it's still that kind of still that kind of uh, topic i mean i think it's become a lot more accepted now than it was 10 or 20 years ago but um, yeah but you will still have many people who will think that we completely lost our mind but from our perspective you we you, we will be feeling maybe the other way around <laughs> that the other guy is being dumb and he doesn't know what he's missing on kind of experiences you know you never flew into space no you never visited any galaxy no you never changed yourself you never morphed into something you have no idea what what is it and how is it and you just say that we are crazy and you you have no you have no idea <laughs> you know the guy has no idea or girl but you, you will regularly see coming people passing by and just making some comments or oh, you guys are crazy <laughs> yeah sure we are <laughs> we are crazy enough to do it yes <laughs> So yeah, look, I really respect that. I think that that keeping that open-mindedness and not tying yourself down is um, it's a it can be quite challenging, right? I think we we really strive for certainty. I feel that um, what's happening right now with the coronavirus business is highlighting how much we struggle with uncertainty and how much we like to know what's going on. And and I think the same applies to these experiences. Um, we want to understand what does it mean? Does it mean that I survived death? Does it mean that I, you know, will see people who've died again? Um, all those kinds of things. But um, I guess I'm, uh, you know, sort of, so you've already talked about the multiple dimensions and how you're sitting with that. Um, where, where have you landed on, on past life uh, experiences? Is that something that's come up for you in your experiences or...? Um, no, no, no. I, I landed with experiences with uh, me being in an, uh, living another life, yes. But uh, that guy never told me uh, I'm in the future or I'm in the past. And yeah. uh, another, another fact is that uh, when you are in this kind of environment, uh, you can go back to your childhood. And, uh, and uh, you can experience it as you being a little boy you can experience it uh, uh, without taking care of how you look like and you can also experience it from a third person vision so you look at yourself as a little boy from outside and seeing the evolution even you can talk to yourself as a little boy and uh, but uh, in my experience nobody tell me oh i'm i'm you from the past life no i, I met my other me <laughs> in in another universe Okay. Uh, different uh, sizes. It was like me, uh, three meter high, for example, and uh, and uh, and the conversation was very short because I had uh, a full download about his his my my other life. I uh, and and when I was looking at uh, my other self, I was looking at myself twice. I was looking at myself from uh, his perspective, my other me perspective, and me. From from here, so it's quite quite schizophrenic. <laughs> you have to yeah. Admit. So how did you feel? How did you feel when you came back from that experience? Did that nice, so? nice, yeah, very nice, very nice. I didn't get crazy about it. I just say, oh, interesting, interesting. But there are many things, you know. If uh, when you start, and uh, uh, I, I like to say, the limit of what you can do is the limit of your imagination. 
So one one important shift in the in in, in my life was uh, uh, my my curiosity went from from here to uh, to. <laughs> To, to, to hear, <laughs> to, uh, you know, is a, is a, is a, for, for example, it's just uh, something that people don't experience very often. Uh, 360 degree vision, I can't even put it into the words. I, I, I hate that vision, I, I can't handle it. Uh, people are very happy to say, oh, I had 360, I'm like, yeah, right. You know, when you when when you when you start uh, seeing in all directions, uh, where is up, where is down, where is left, right, uh, forward, backward, no idea. I have no idea. Where do I go? <laughs> How do I move? Uh, where are my legs? There are no legs. I'm seeing everything at the same time. So the curiosity went 360, and more than 360. <clears throat> because vision is one thing, but we have other senses other to be explored, and uh, new senses as well. You know, some some other sensations that you have never experienced before, other types of being. You know, I can't I can't uh, avoid talking about it. Be, 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 behind you, you have a beautiful um, picture of Earth. Uh, try to be a planet. Instead of being yourself as a human, try to be a planet. How does it feel like to have the oceans washing over your body? How does it feel to be in a solar system floating in the mid-space? Because you can do it. Yeah. And this is kind of experiences which go beyond what a human knows, but you can do it. Well, and you know, when you touch on that, for me, that's, that's probably some of the most profound kind of um, experiences is having that amplified sense of possibility of being and i was going to ask you you know what are the benefits of what do you see as the benefits of these experiences and for me at least what you just mentioned there is that capacity for for empathy really right and for for understanding what it is like to be another being is is a big is a big um there's been a big benefit of that how do you find how do you find that the benefits of it um they are multiple there are multiple, but if I take, for example, the uh, human condition. So for somebody who is uh, just coming to the to this field for the first time and, you know, talking about being a planet is too much for this kind of guy. You can't talk, you, can, you cannot ask him to become a lion. You'll be, yeah, okay, you guys are crazy, bye-bye, you know. <clears throat> but if, if you take, for example, just a human condition, so if, if I just look at human condition on a physical level and um, physical perspective and a mental perspective, so to be balanced in the body and being balanced in the head, uh, if, if, you just, if you just look at it, the possibilities are, are, are really amazing. For example, uh, for somebody who is, for, for example, working on the body. So I, I, I give you two, two aspects of how the person can work on the body, physical body, nothing mystical, you see, yeah. very, very tangible, something that you deal with every, every single day. And, and you might, you might, you want to improve it, you want to have a, a more handsome body, or, or you have an issue in the body you want to work on. So for, for example, uh, for the performance, and a very interesting um, fact is that when we are dreaming, 
the neural um, circuits are firing up until the muscles. So only the muscle is paralyzed, but the nervous system is working up until the muscle. So from the brain, through the spinal cords, going to your fingers, going to your toes, everywhere. What does it mean? That means that, for example, you are a gymnast and you have been in difficulty to perform a triple salto because you are scared of doing it, because you are scared to injure yourself or have a hard landing. You go to the dream state and you don't give a shit about falling and you perform it 10 times in the dream state. You can make a research about the sports guys who do that. It's already being employed by many, many gymnasts, uh, martial artists. They go and, and they, they exercise in the dream state. And when they wake up, they are capable to do it. They improve their performance. The skiers, skateboarders performing some, you know, crazy stuff that they have difficulties to perform in a safe environment in a, in a, in a, in a, in a waking state. So, I mean, that, so that reminds no. me of the Matrix, right, where they can upload people into these certain scapes and the movie The Matrix and then run them through except, the training Except program. you don't need anyone. You don't need anyone. You do it on your own. You don't need anyone at all. You do it all on your own. So for so this is for the performance. Uh, I I was not. Can I just can I just check? Is that the sort of work you do with people when you coach people in this space? To to. I definitely explain this to them because this is amazing. Yeah. This is something amazing, and then some guys are limited in the movement, or they cannot do something. They the if you don't tell them that they can, they don't know. You know, they need to be curious enough to dig up the information. So I, I, I definitely emphasize on, on telling them that you can do this, you can do that, the possibilities on the last day. Yeah. The, what do you do with the practice? You know, you have like three aspects. How to have the experience, how to make the experience last longer, and what do you do with the experience? So this is the three aspects uh, that the guys have to look at. And don't forget the third one. What do you do with it? Otherwise, it will be just, you know, having fun without yeah. uh, without a purpose it's always good to, it's, i mean having fun is cool but it's good to have a purpose to try to achieve something that that, that makes things very spicy and another thing is healing so i i'm a young guy i exercise i don't have much problems with my health or that but uh, uh and, and i and, and like people do healing circles and all that and like me healing no, I'm not interested. Until uh, I started to have back pain, or I had this, or I had that, and uh, so I, uh, there was a few nights where I could settle my back pain just in one dream, in five minutes, and I wake up and my tight back is gone. And, I, and I'm not talking about a tight back that I have for an hour. I'm talking an issue that I have for a long time. Yeah. And within minutes, uh, I, I, I settle the issue. I have, um, so this is in my closed would you, circle. Would you be able to explain how you did that? So did you lie down with the oh, for the back, for the back, oh, that was easy. Yeah, no, so I have the intention. So I know I have uh, I have a tight back and that sometimes, you know, I tear the muscles. And if I tear the muscles, that is taking another two, three weeks to, to heal back. So basically the muscles are too tight. And then I lean forward, the lower back is doing this and the muscles here, they're getting torn. Or you know it's it's just too too tight. So in the dream state, so I remembered about it, and uh, and then you will also see that you 
you don't only access the um, your your conscious information, but you also uh, have the the help, direct help from your subconscious mind, and your subconscious mind has the access to the unconscious. That is my that is my take on it. This is how I see things. I uh, that's why we call it unconscious because I have no idea, but I get the information about something that I have no idea by the help of the subconscious. So, so why I say this is, be, is because when you are in the dream state, you're not exactly in the same state of mind that you have in a waking state. Uh, it's, it's, it's a different situation. It's a different uh, gameplay there. So you will come up with solutions that you will have difficulties to come up with while you are awakened. So in my case, so coming back to the story of the back. So I was yeah. sitting a bit like, like this with my legs uh, straight. And then it comes to my mind. It's not about my flexibility. It's about how much I can relax. So you know that reaching for the toes with your with your fingers like this. So in my in my dream state, I was trying to reach the toes with my fingers and I couldn't do it. And then I come up with the idea: hey, it's not how how flexible I am. It's how much I can throw relaxation at my back to go and reach my toes. And immediately I relax my back in the dream state. I reach for the toes and my forehead touch my knees in the dream state. So I completely relax and I stayed in that, in that moment of a complete relaxation and like breathing into my knees, you know, I, w I wake up and my tightness is gone. I give you another, another so this is not from me, this is from uh, one of my students. So he, he has a skin problem that he has for many years. So after, after he heard me telling him that you can do healing, there's many ways to do healing, not only like that. So he, he goes and he, <laughs> he manifests a cream, but when he intends to manifest the cream, he had creams all over the house. <laughs> he has creams that start falling from everywhere. Uh, he opened the cabinet, it's the same cream, so he has uh, thousands of creams in the in the house and he takes this cream and he applied the cream i don't know he didn't explain where his skin problem was he applied the cream he wakes up in the morning no effect he says 24 hours later he was by 30 percent decreased and then the next day another 30 within five days he was 100 percent healed and one month later i throw back at him and say hey uh, how is it he say uh, fully recovered <laughs> You know, it's amazing. It's amazing. And the story I tell you, it's it's coming from from the close circle of people uh, with whom I work. It's, it's my students. It's not the story I read on the Internet. Yeah. And the story I tell you is mine. I, I think I have a few healing. I can't I can't. I know I healed something else. I need to look at my stories, but uh, my personal so that I don't talk about somebody, you know. Yeah. But that guy, I, I, I trust, you know, it's, it's a very pragmatic guy, uh, very, uh, he's not a spooky guy, he's not here to tell stories. Yeah. So he, he was sharing with the whole group, after that other guys started to perform healings of, on, on the little problems that they have, you know. That's uh, profound, you, cannot, you, know, you cannot... I was just going to say, I think it's a very profound thing, and I'm, I'm, I'm really intrigued, like I've had, uh, I think the most related experience that I've had was to learn a language in, in the sleep state. So mm -hmm. I learned Spanish really quickly 
And I was every night I was dreaming about it and then I'd wake up and I'd feel really confident with it. But it wasn't really intentional. You know, I didn't set out to do it. It just seemed I was, I was studying it in physical life and it just seemed to happen. Um, and this idea of intentionally creating it, you know, that's a, yeah, that's a, it's a whole nother it's, angle. It's very, very interesting is how to pull the information from unconscious to your, and, and uh, to, to, to your conscious level and, and make it solid there. So that's 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 a beautiful feat because you, you uh, what what we agree uh, agree upon today is that we record many informations, uh, many inform a lot of information uh, as 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 we go, as we hear, see, you know, we we record everything, and uh, all this information is not being lost, and uh, the subconscious mind is capable to access it. And to make much wiser conclusions or solutions than our conscious mind. Hence, the dream state becomes very interesting because uh, you have access not only to all the information that you have gathered, but you also have uh, a microprocessor, the subconscious, that is capable to treat it in ways that our conscious mind has no idea. No idea. You you are looking at me right now. Are you controlling the image of me in, inside your head? No. You have zero control of that. Mm. When you are in the dream state and you manifest the forest with all the minor details in it, are you in control of it? Uh, no. You can wish for it, but you are not in charge of the creative process. So that that is telling you how much power, how much information these other parts of you when i say it's not you it's part of you it's just not something that you are in control with you're not in control of the heartbeat i mean you can exercise on it but you're not in control of your liver you're not in control of your kidney you don't even know what they are doing right now so it's all it's all controlled by the subconscious processes and yeah. it's uh, and in terms of information there is a lot of information that you you are, you have no idea that you know so hence possibility to work on languages. Many guys do that, yes. Yeah. And come up with very creative solutions. I, my humor in the dream state is me right now multiplied by 1,000. <laughs> I always have funny jokes. When I wake up, sometimes I wake up middle of the night and the jokes just crack me up. <laughs> I like to make jokes, but me dreaming and sometimes my wife is laughing because I, uh, when I do a kind of uh, smooth transition between uh, waking state and sleeping state, so sometimes my eyes are closed. I could be even snoring, but yeah. I'm very aware still of all my surroundings. And I, and sometimes I reach that you know in between state and I start to make jokes. I'm joking, but I'm already not in the waking state. I'm already somewhere shifting to in between, you know. And it's uh, this this uh, cooperation with subconscious is uh, is really something that keeps passionating me now, and it's uh, it's it's opening our 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 um, it's opening the doors to what we are capable of. It's yeah. it's inside. It has been it has been evolved. Uh, you see, a multidimensional evolution. You have that word inside. We have been evolving, evolving, and that thing inside us has been evolving. As time goes, we, we, we keep getting better and better and better, you know. 
generation after generation, and the possibilities are amazing. Travel through the stars as an elephant. Possible, <laughs> you know? Not like an elephant, as an elephant, through the stars. Yeah, sure, you know? It's, it's all possible. And the, and the experience is amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I mean, I really get the feeling from from you how it, how it is enriching you, right? Just in just in the joy, kind of the joy of life that comes through. You know, waking up laughing. It's a, it's a yeah, that's a lovely thing. Yeah, yeah, I don't take it too seriously. You know, even though I had some experiences a little bit religious, even though I am not religious at all. My my family around me are religious, but uh, talk about Jesus. So you having you saying you had religious experiences out of the body or in your sleep state? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like uh, the, if if you read on my side, my my side takes ten seconds to to load one one page right now. So uh, wait uh, wait a month. I'm updating the website. It's gonna be yeah. loading in one second. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm updating it. But you can go there. There is uh, just just be patient if you go. Uh, it takes time to load a page. Uh, you can read the, the story of Pantera. Uh, okay. Pantera, I'll you, ask you, you actually, maybe maybe I will ask you, and we can read it. People can read it again as well later. But um, I was very intrigued to see the importance of Pantera for you because I've had um, Black Panther kind of played a role for me uh, fairly early on when I got in, involved in meditating and and discovering uh, that there was. You know other spaces to life, and um, the theme of the Black Panther kind of opened up for me in a couple of instances. So I was very intrigued to see it on your page, and and you know how important it is to you. So maybe you could talk a little bit about about that. Uh, for me, it's just to tell is uh, my my two kids. Uh, I changed their official papers now. They have a Pantera as a middle name. Yeah. I changed, it went to that extent, you know. I, I don't all, I don't only divorce from my company. I also changed the, the, it. It gets crazy. <laughs> so for somebody say what you change the but Pantera is a nice name, you know. Some some people call their kids Polo, like a car or Mercedes. Uh, well, mine is a Pantera, so not too bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a strong name. But they have other they they have they have other names much more common too. Easy, easy to pronounce to somebody who is not ready for Pantera. <laughs> so, did you have a, so, did you have some kind of profound experience with a with a Pantera? In, in yeah, a yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, it's you, the guys can read it, but basically, I had a Black Panther talking to me, uh, asking me uh, questions. You know that uh, that were uh, somebody who starts to work on the dreaming practices in general. Be ready for. Sometimes what was commonly called dream characters, but you, it, um, you can describe as a dream character can be a, a person, can be an animal, or even a stone. You know, a stone can can speak to you if you, if you go and speak to a stone, and you expect a stone to answer you back. The, the stone will answer you back. So the panther spoke to me, and uh, for example, it was and and then one year later I. Uh, I resigned from the company after that panther spoke to me. I, I relate to that because that helped me to overcome the fear of um, uh, breaking the, the links to the, 
to do the regular job that you do every day, yeah. to uh, to the education that I had from the from the small age, uh, went to school, went to university, and then I uh, went to a multinational company in oil and gas when where I was a manager of uh, two billion US dollar billion project, uh, not project manager, uh, but I was in charge of the finance. So it's quite important, you know. And and then uh, guy, I mean, many guys uh, today the oil and gas is dropping, but when I was resigning, it was still high. And every anyone who is uh, seeing me doing it, like you're crazy, you are paid that much money and you resign, and I'm like, I want to be free. <laughs> so definitely, Yuri looks crazy, yeah. you know. And uh, for example, the Black Panther was at this. I, I just make the story short because otherwise. Uh, uh, so the, the the Black Panther, a bit like in the movie, in the Mugle, I think there there is this scene where the the panther sticks Mugle on the floor with the two two paws on the shoulders, and uh, so I was running away from the panther, and the panther catch me and stick me on the floor, and and the panther looks at me directly into my eyes with the strengths of the panther were were going through me like like uh, it was as if the strengths of the panther were penetrating me. And the panther looks at me and says, Yuri, what are you running away from? Just like that. I was like, ah, okay. <laughs> you know? And, and, and this kind of experiences is I'm not the only one to have. There are many guys who start to work on the dreaming. You will, you will have this kind of oh experiences, amazing stuff happening to you that is taking things to your core, to your yeah. core being, your the the issues that you are living with every day and they will be they will be worked on so you become a better person after a while the limitations that you had before you will slowly and surely uh, dissolve them you 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 become better become more balanced more become stronger basically things that things that troubled you before maybe will appear much smaller now not that you become a superhuman, but you become much better than you were many years ago. Well, it's such a it's such an archetypal image, you know, being pinned down by a powerful creature like that, um, and essentially being asked to stand up for your for your truth, right? And and stop running yeah. away. It's such a powerful image. Yeah, yeah, a powerful image, a powerful experience. You know, it really makes me think how you know we we you have this image of the adventure some kind of quest where you go out into the world you know but often like it's a huge adventure really to do what you've done and to quit a well-paying job and to follow your dreams literally <laughs> follow your well, my life is about dreams now it's yeah. only that i build my business for the dreams yeah. for my dreams not somebody else's dream you yeah. know so that's, I I I, re, I restructure, rethink, and uh, definitely I needed a little bit of courage to, to to do it. So I'm proud of of it for myself, not for anybody else. But I'm 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 happy I did it. Crazy crazy things I did that uh, at at first look 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 really crazy, and it's it it was a challenge even in the family because I was already married with two kids young kids uh one and two year old kids and taking yeah. this kind of decisions at that moment you know 
That's a hard even, even today, we sometimes we remember, we re remember it with my wife. Now we are laughing. Uh, <laughs> it, it took us years to, uh, to put it back together to a more yeah. stable situation. You know? But now I'm free. Yeah. Now I'm truly free. I don't depend on anyone. I can, I can wake up when I want. I can go to sleep when I want. I, I can make money wherever I want how I want. I can take decision I want. I don't need to ask for holidays from anybody. I'm free. How nice is that? That's very nice. It is nice. <laughs> this is very nice. Anybody who is listening to us will be like, what's the story? How did you do that? Uh, start dreaming, my friend. Start dreaming. Ask yourself a question. But I mean, not everyone needs it, you know, because some guys are very happy, you know, go to the office, get the salary, get the holidays and uh, and they leave uh, their 50 years of uh, working 40 years as a as a working man and they're happy it's, it's not for everyone yeah. you just asked me about what happened for you so i told you what happened to me yeah, but yeah, not yeah. everyone has to resign from the job tomorrow absolutely no, it would be stupid absolutely everybody's and people have you their, need people have their roles in in the workplace as well right it can be everyone is yeah it's uh, for me it was not the right place yeah. For me, I had to change, so yeah. <clears throat> so I did the change. Yeah. And dreams uh, helped me. <clears throat> now I was sure. I was wondering whether we want to try and see if there's any questions. I'm not because I haven't done this before. I'm not really sure where to go and find. You've never done the rumbling on the internet. <laughs> I've never done the, the, the live streaming on the internet, so I don't know if like there's there's none on my page. Um, That's the future, brother. Everyone is rumbling. Just look at YouTube. It's it's uh, what's going on. Uh, okay, I had one question. Um, uh, let me tell the name of the person. So she posted to my page of uh, Lucidity for all. Let me go there. She posted there. She was asking something about the details. So I just want to read. Uh, how she phrased it, and, and I want to to say her name. I'll let you look for other questions on other in other groups at the same time. I check on the page. Okay. I wish Facebook was faster. I'm trying to speed up my website now to do to load it in one second. Okay, so she was asking. What's the one thing that we can do to make OBE more detailed? And her name is Sheila Klosman. So uh, about the details, so um, there is two. Th there are two aspects to it. Is uh, the experience can be detailed, but we don't remember it. Hence, we lose the details of the experience. Or the experience is fuzzy, so it's not uh, it's not very well defined, or you it's a bit cloudy, you know. So this this experience is out of body and lucid dreaming, shifting, etc. Is uh, it, it 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 has um, it has a very it is it has a big variety of experiences at the same time. So. It's not necessarily something that if, if you talk about details, like how much detail is it in high definition? Is it uh, is it a resolution from 15 years ago, 320? 
Is it 640? Is it 720? Is it 1080? Is it 4K now or 8K now? So can I can I come up to uh, to you and look at the fibers of your pullover or not? Or maybe I come up and it's all blurry, you know? So is it, if she talks about this kind of detail and and details also about the experience, how much details do you remember from the experience? So all all of this is it's kind of together about the fibers of the pullover and how much you remember all of that. Uh, so there is, if if the experience is uh, blurry, fuzzy, there are techniques of anchoring. So we will not have time to explore the anchoring techniques right now. It takes a little bit of time to, to give a good lesson about them, but I told you how it is called. It's called anchoring. And um, basically it's it involves uh, to get uh, to get yourself uh, involved with the dream space, with the environment that you have, however you call it, with your senses. So we have five senses, uh, but you can focus uh, primarily on the vision and touch, uh, with, without focusing on the sounds, uh, taste, and smell. So just the vision and touch will be enough. So you start touching things. And uh, but not just touch, you touch and you expect to feel the touch and you look at objects from about 30 cm because if too close it's blur and too far you can't see it's so about 30 uh, cm from your body and you look for the details. So if I'm approaching and I'm seeing the pullover, I will, looking, I will be looking for the fibers. And do not stay on one spot for more than two, three seconds, otherwise you will collapse the, the dream space and you will have either premature awakening or a dream change to another one. So you need to quickly uh, screen the environment and touch it, uh, pass your hands, and then within five seconds, the, it should come and focus into, uh, into a detailed situation. And even if this is done, if you have problem with memories, so look up, I did one, uh, uh, one tutorial on the dream journal. So dream journal is your weapon for your memory. You need to get in touch with the memories of the dream state. And uh, dream journal is your pill, is your miracle pill. So do, do not look for excuses why you don't do it. You have to do it. You have to, uh, you have to, I propose, you go and watch that uh, video I made. I put a little bit of energy into it. Just look for the, I forgot, I think, I think I changed the name on the website. Uh, but if you are watching the video, you, you this podcast, you just ask the question. You just go to Lucidity for All on YouTube, you will find. I think it's a memory something. It's called memory. You just look, you will find. And we'll explain how to use the dream journal, etc. And on top of that, I would say now I started to work with the Excel file. I was uh, doing it by hand uh, in a systematic way in the book, but now I started to do it in, in an Excel. I open up my laptop in the morning and I start to write down inside. And uh, big advantage, very, very big advantage. I have one column, for example, for dream signs now. And, uh, and you, will, you will find your common teams, uh, dreams that have something in common between one to another. And uh, it's much easier to make a search for a, for a word if you think, oh, I, I might have, you know, 
uh, spiders keeps coming back and you just control F spider and you go and you find every single dream where all the records you will find you can do pivot tables with all the statistical job etc so Excel I find is it's if you have access to a nice computer and you and you are not scared to do an Excel file it's not bad yeah well I, I certainly uh, I, I completely um, agree the importance of writing down your your experiences at night it makes a huge difference once I start writing them down I remember a lot more if I mm -hmm. stop writing them down for a while I stop remembering them it kind of seems yeah, to be yeah. a, a bit circular and also I mean I just use the note app um, on my phone or on my iPad uh, to write them down but the same thing being able to search them is, is really great um, and uh, what I do is in the evening before I fall asleep I, I go through the the memories of the dreams of the week so I re-establish the connection I'm not ju just writing them down in the evening I I go through them and I try to uh, draw back as much detail as I can from the previous dreams from yeah. yesterday from before yesterday from Wednesday from Tuesday from Monday you know and sometimes I even draw uh, what do I remember from last year and, uh, and I and I reconnect to all of these things mm. before I fall asleep so that's that's the exercise that you can allow if you have a dream journal otherwise you only remember you know this and that but yeah. nothing very precise yeah so that's how to get more details yeah, yeah I, I was i would add one more thing that i find uh, useful on that question is is actually to pay attention to more details in my waking state and to train myself just in my everyday state to uh, if i'm if i'm talking to someone for example to really pay attention to their face, to the detail of their clothes, using that analogy of the the pullover, yeah, the the jumper, to really look at the detail, and and be conscious of the fact that I am trying to take in more detail than I normally am, and to kind of carry that that consciousness into the sleep state as well. I find that that certainly helps. Yeah, it's so. Th I think I think what what you are describing will. Uh, help to entrain, to, to put a habit, to, to pay more details in, to, to details in general. Yeah. So then when, when, when you will be evolving in, in the dream state, you will be paying attention in the mirror of how you pay attention in the waking state. So your waking state is a bit like a training ground to pay attention to details. But that is not going to help you to bring back details, you see. It's not because you pay attention to details that you're going to remember them because the dream state and the waking state are two different kinds of memories. Once you wake up, you, you have an experience that is looked like a whole day in the dream state. The moment you wake up, everything is gone. You lose the connection to that memory. You, and you, you, you have been very careful in that, in that experience. You are careful to exactly like you said during the day. I'm very careful, but you wake up and you have no idea what happened. You lose that connection. So mm -hmm. the two the two things that I have described before is to help you to establish a stronger connection to the dream memories. Mm -hmm. Because you wake up middle of the night, you know that you had a dream, but you have no idea what happened. So to to counter to counter to to make a counteraction to to that problem. Is is to 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 do what I said. Yeah, you need to establish a stronger connection to the dream memories. 
Now, you mentioned a couple of times you talked about collapsing the dream state. And I think I know what you mean, but maybe you could just ex- elaborate on that a bit. I think, are you referring to basically everything shifting into some other state? So, so, I, 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 so it's on the, the second aspect is how to uh, remain in the dream state longer. So uh, the, the dynamics of the dream state are not the same as in a waking state. So you need to learn about the dynamics. There are certain things that you can do and certain things uh, that you will avoid doing because they will have a potential to collapse the dream state. So one very common is staring. You can stare at me right now and you will not collapse. Uh, the, the computer will not melt. Uh, I will look the same, but actually, even even when you are awakened, um, it's one of the shamanic exercises is to uh, two guys sit two together, but they they take some mushrooms or whatever or ayahuasca, and they, and and you sit in front of somebody, and you keep staring in the eyes of the guy, and you keep staring and staring, and you try to blink as less as you can, and you will see the guy transforming into a little alien or something. You don't have to take uh, mushrooms either for that. And then actually you don't have to take mushrooms. If you do it long enough, you will will provoke that even even in a waking state. But in the dreaming state, you are fully in. You don't have the external stimuli to to put you into the waking stable experience. So everything is very, very flexible. So if you stare, uh, more than five seconds, uh, first is uh, things will start to change, melt, and you might uh, just provoke a dream change. But when I say dream change, it can change for another dream or it can uh, change for the waking reality. So you will wake up. So that is a dream collapse. It just starts melting. Yeah. You know, It can be melting. It can be the lights start to dim out. It becomes dark. You are still in the dream state. You can still move around, but you can't see anything anymore. Uh, that is more rare, but but it's still quite often happening. And then you have another one, two seconds, and you will be back to the body. If you don't do any technique, if you don't do any anchoring technique to bring back the, to restabilize the dream state, you will be having a dream change uh, for, for another dream, or you will just wake up. Or could be losing awareness as well because sometimes it happens to three possibilities Mm. in dream collapsing. New dream uh, can be false awakening, but it's also a dream. Another dream, losing awareness or premature awakening. So you have three possibilities. But I count false awakening as a dream change because you're still in the dream state. What do you think of the, um, the idea that there is sort of two possibilities that we've got on the one hand, uh, a, a dream state, so it's an environment that is in a large extent our creation, and they are the states that we can collapse, and then there are other... Uh, you need to repeat this. I really I really didn't get it, just if okay. you don't mind. Sorry to interrupt you. Can you no, that's all right. So, so I was going to see what you think about this idea that there are two different um, possibilities, so that on the one hand, we can be in dream states where the environment that we're in is essentially created by us, by, by our subconscious or unconscious, and uh-huh. environments that can collapse, and that then there are yeah. other experiences where we are actually in an environment with 
people who don't have physical in an out-of-body state um, who are essentially, uh, you know, much kind of real as we are here and that those dimensions don't actually collapse in the same way that there's kind of different forms of experience. Does that relate to you? Do you relate to that distinction at all? Or I was not trying to make any distinction. You just asked me just now about the stability and the collapse of the, of the dream yeah. state. And I think what you now bring into the picture is uh, another kind of experience where things are more solid. Is it, yeah. is it something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. So I'm just asking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm, that, is it a good summary of what you say? Is it, yeah. is it, is it like that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, you, you will have also the experiences where things get more solid. And uh, astral projectors, for example, they have, they have a name for it. Uh, they call it... Um, a real time zone, uh, like you're one of the guys there in Australia that I don't fancy personally. Robert Bruce, I think he 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 talks about real time zone and the place that looks almost like the physical reality and blah blah blah, etc. and so on. Uh, it's it's more of um, it's more of a question of dynamics that uh, simply people are not aware of. Not, not many people work with them very carefully. They don't pay attention to it, so they draw conclusions very quickly. But there is a way to, uh, to, to put it systematically and to, to have a much, more, uh, much, more, much less emotional uh, background of viewing things about the solidity or of flexibility of the environment and to put uh, labels on it, real-time zone, uh, mental projection, or um, uh, what's another label quite common? The, I, I think it's very conscientious, conscientious uh, reality, where you have many oh, people consensus, consen consensus reality, yeah. Consensus reality, where you, you, you have thousands of people, uh, millions of people who, who live in a, in a paradise, or paradise for Muslims, paradise for you know for, for Christians, and uh, they believe yeah. in it, so they end up there. So you, you have all of these ideas about uh, and the solidity, but uh, simply knowing the dynamics, there is a way of uh, fluctuating the lucidity level. And there is a there is a way to uh, break the solid walls. There is a way of doing it. The apparent solidity and co and uh, and the conclusion about it. Oh, it is so solid, and I cannot do this. When I cannot do that, the guy or girl or, or, or practitioner in general is again a victim of his own uh, conclusions and uh, being sure of. Because if you if you listen to me and the next time you will be a little bit more uh, rebellious about what you think is is, you will be capable to break these limits and hence you will help yourself to uh, stop uh, believing in this and this and this and that. This solidity is not is not as solid as it is. You, if you start believing it is solid, it will be solid for you, my friend. But you will have a guy like me who will be breaking the wall still. So um, the guys go on and uh, it's so solid, so stable and this and that. Don't forget that uh, subconscious work with you, your, your part of you, you, you work with yourself there and whatever goes through your mind is, uh, 
is materializing around you. And if you don't forget this, as you leave the experience, you will be trying things and you will have your own experiences to back up your, 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 your conclusions about it. Instead of saying, oh, it is so solid, you are right, I couldn't fly. Oh, yeah, yeah, all right, okay, turn the page and, yeah, he's right, he's right. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 try. How many times you try flying then? The, the, the walls were so solid. Okay, how many times you tried to break them then, where you thought that they are solid? Did you try to pay attention to your thought patterns at that moment? And did you try to change them? Are you stubborn enough to try to change them? And how many times you try? If you try enough, you will discover that uh, not every time is uh, it's the other guys outside. More often than not, it's, it's me, it's nobody else. So uh, I, I listen, but, but uh, certain things that I already uh, went through, uh, for me, it's, it's, I, I respect the guys who say it, but for me, it's not the reality of it. Yeah, okay. So you can meet a little alien uh, and, and still perform things, and the alien will not say, please don't do it, we are solid here. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. There are, there are no signposts to say that you have arrived at level 23.5 of the astral dimension. There is no little angels to welcome you. Welcome to the etheric projection, Mr. Yuri. No. So you read the book, you make a conclusion, you have the experience. Oh, I've been to mental. Okay, 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 okay. Congratulations. I'm, I'm like this, brother. I'm, I'm all doors open. But I don't let simply uh, some kind of limitation to enter my house. It has been unlimited and nah, uh, 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 unlimited evolution <laughs> out of the books. Yeah. I don't want I don't want any kind of limitation. No. I don't want labels. I'm not interested in that. Tell me what you do. Your subjective experience, something that happened to you, something interesting that you have done. Say, hey, Yuri, I. I flew like that, uh, I did this and that, have you tried? I'll be like, oh my God, I never thought about it, you know? Or like I was talking to uh, one of the friends and I was saying, uh, Jennifer Clark Oscure, she, she's one of the friends of mine. And you know, at some point we were talking about um, traveling through pictures. So you see a picture, and you jump into the picture and 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 you uh, and you basically teleport yeah. so i was saying oh I, I don't like this technique because when you jump into the picture you lose the anchoring on the environment where you are so even even when i go through walls i don't go face first i go backwards so i don't know when i hit the wall and uh, and I, i'm still anchored with the environment and she was saying oh no i i don't jump into the pictures the pictures become like holograms so, oh, that's a nice idea. <laughs> Make a picture become a hologram. So, so basically, I didn't tell her after this, but for me, I picture it like entering a, a door then, you know? But yeah. you are entering the door that is already uh, with depth. You're not jumping into a, a, a 2D picture to, to, to pray to arrive in a 3D environment. <laughs> so, so you enter a hologram that is... So basically, what's the difference then? than to open the door and just enter the, uh, what's behind the door. Yeah. Uh, then, okay, call it hologram, but then me, I, uh, but, but the idea, you know, I, I need to ask her what is the, hol how the hologram looks like. 
in case of a picture, how she provokes like the picture. I like that technique. I hadn't, I hadn't heard of that technique, but it reminds me of the, I don't know if you know the Narnia books, um, The Voyage of the Dawn Treader, they, they go through a picture. The Narnia books are all around. Ah, Narnia, the, like the Prince of Narnia? The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe, um, those, those book series. Uh, no, they I think I only know the movie Prince of Narnia in those books, and one, okay. Of, okay. one of the stories they travel through through a picture. So, okay. Yeah. Oh, you can, you can. It's just uh, on the other side of the picture. I didn't land in the in the yeah, what the picture was promising. I landed completely somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, I don't like it's I don't like jumping wagon. into the mirrors yeah. or jumping into the pictures. It's it's very disorienting for me. I prefer something where I'm still anchored where I am, and I prefer to uh, behind my back, for example. So it, it sounds quite unbelievable because you have a certain expectation of what is behind, but it seems like I, I managed to put that flexibility inside me to unstick from the belief that behind me is only what I know, uh, shelf, for example, but now it's going to be a forest, and then I turn around, it's a forest. Yeah, so I, I don't need to, to do something fancy. Yeah, I don't do fancy uh, coming out from the body to I just stand up. I don't need to penetrate the bed. I don't need to float. I don't need to stretch. I don't, I don't, need, I don't need anything fancy. Very easy. Very easy. I become very practical after a while. Mm. Nothing so mystical and fancy. So on that, um, there's a couple of things I was going to ask you um, still. One is to do with energy. We had a little chat about that uh, yesterday. Yeah. and. Um, uh, I got the sense you just said there's like two two types for you. There's tired and not tired or something like that. I was yeah. just curious whether so for a lot of people, um, myself included, right? Energy work has been quite an important part. Um, I've mm -hmm. definitely okay. associated uh, a lot of sensations and energizing around different chakras with inducing experiences. Um, and um, and then I think I mentioned to you yesterday another of the people I interviewed. He said energy was irrelevant for him, right? So I was curious where you sit on that. How, what role does it play for you in this? Uh, it's uh, it's a little bit like this as well because um, for the record, I'm uh, it's 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 not it's not like I care about it anymore. But it's just to say for somebody who's listening, I put my hands into it fully. I became a Kundalini yoga teacher. So I started, you know, chakras, solzat, kundalini rising, meditations. If you yeah. probably can still find me uh, in the lotus pose, uh, meditating and all that, you know. And, but uh, <clears throat> to be honest, I always wondered what what the heck energy everyone is talking about. And I was like, okay, the guy has energy, 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 energy. Okay, 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 fine. Let's do a meditation. What what else you want me to do? And, you know, okay, and um, so so some guys say, oh, you need to have uh, there's another term. You need to be in a good uh, vibration. <laughs> you need to be in a good frequency. Oh, as if I didn't have enough confusion, bro. <laughs> okay, let's vibrate now. It's the right frequency. And then if you don't have the good frequency, you're gonna go to the lower levels of the astral plane. Oh yeah, right. Okay, okay. Let's let's put more. Let's even confuse me more now. Okay, so so uh, all of this 
uh, you, you see when you are in the dream state, when you access the dream state with awareness, everything is possible. So anyone who is meditating or you think that you are spinning your chakra or you are focused on any kind of the chakra or, or you are rising Kundalini, if you are in the dream state, there are no limits to what you can do. So if you're exercising on your energy in the middle of the night and, and then you pass to the dream state, the energy all of a sudden starts to work. And the guy will think, oh, so uh, my energy has worked. And in fact, now I don't care about all of these things because I understood that everything is possible. So if your mind is focused on the energy, you're going to have your vortexes, you're going to have your vibrations in the body, you're going to have uh, whatever you want, whatever you are reading about, you're going to experience exactly what you are reading about as you expect. So that's the reality of it. So it's not that the guy the, who is... In the dream, are you talking about in the dream state or you're just talking generally? In the dream state, in the dream state. For example, somebody tells you, oh, you, you, you lay down and you do an energy work. So you start to uh, focus on your chakra or circulating energy inside your body. I, I did all of that. I, I worked on it, you know. Yeah. And, and you start doing it. So you, it's your visualization. You visualize. When, you're, when you start shifting to the dream state, your visualization will be replaced by a real feeling of your visualization. So you from your perspective, uh, from your conscious uh, understanding of what is happening, you will make a conclusion, oh, my exercise of working on my chakra uh, has a, is fruitful now and uh, made me uh, transition to the dream state. But you have another guy who is doing a completely different exercise, has nothing to do, like you take lucid dreamers, they have a finger-induced lucid dream. So you just move a finger, and the moment the finger moves, uh, you conclude you are in the dream state, and you stand up. Uh, I can move my head like this. Nothing to do. Is it, is, is it very spiritual to move head like this? It is my visualization. Absolutely not. Nothing to do with any kind of chakra, right? I can move my toe on my feet like that. And then we're going to achieve exactly the same result. So it didn't make me more spiritual. Am I, am I in place now to talk about uh, frequency attuning and uh, be, uh, be in tune with anything? Absolutely not. So what, Yuri has a new technique now how to, to be spiritual with his toe or his fingers or his head? No. So I, I laugh into it because in my, in my, in my world, it's, it's, it doesn't apply. Yeah. I try it. I looked into it, and since I don't need the I don't need the heart chakra, I don't need my navel, I don't need my uh, uh, lower chakra, I don't need my sexual energy, I don't need anything of this to have the experiences. So for me, it was a uh, bullshit. It's can not just, bullshit for just, many people. Can but I just? For me, it is. Yeah, yeah. But could I just just to be um, just to be clear when you because I just, I completely agree that you don't need any energy exercises to leave the body, for example. Like, mm -hmm. as you say, there's many ways to leave the body. Um, uh, you know, in my experience, it does seem to play a role, the, the, the energetic system seems to play a role in my physical life, to my physical well-being, and it's quite tangible, right? I, I mean, I just, I don't visualise energy. It just happens. I feel it. I'm noticing uh, 
so I haven't really, I can't really see a relationship between that and the OBE as such. But I'm just curious whether when you say it's bullshit, are you saying energy is bullshit? Or are you saying you have to do it to leave the body? That's bullshit. Mm, the energy to leave the body is bullshit. Yeah. The, to, for the guy to have his uh, chakra spinning, uh, to, to be worthy of the experience is bullshit. It's creating a confusion. It's uh, making the guys uh, think about things that uh, have nothing to do on the subject. It's diverting their mind. They're focusing on something that has nothing to do. And, uh, and guys who are practicing it definitely don't have enough experience. Because they don't, if, if, if they had enough experience uh, after a while, even, even the stubborn and blind, you know, after going into the sea a uh, hundred times, two hundred times, you say maybe he will start to have a doubt of his uh, induction. As some guys induced by the third eye, uh, open my third eye, please. Uh, you can see all of these things on the internet going on. You don't need all of that. It's, uh, so the, me, I'm looking into energy from a very, uh, very simple, um, very simple uh, way of looking into it. Is uh, tired or not tired? If I'm tired, I need to sleep. I want to have my life balanced when I wake up in the morning. Uh, so I just sleep. I maybe, I maybe I avoid to do a wake back to bed technique with a alarm clock or something. I just sleep through the night. You know, that, stuff like that. Well, well, I don't do anything extreme. Uh, you know, not sleeping, oversleeping. I, I, I make it, I make it a way of life, a ba balanced life. And uh, uh, so, and this is how I look into the energy. So, if I'm tired, I recuperate. I eat better food. If I eat uh, shitty food, I eat uh, better food after that. You know, etc. So, this is this is the energy that everyone understands. Uh, tired or not tired? You're tired? No. Okay. So let's play some cards. You know. You're, you're, you're tired, okay, see you tomorrow. As easy as that. So, and you, and, and you can take advantage of being tired when you are very tired, you go to sleep much easier. So you practice in a certain way. You, you practice with, with uh, easiness to go with your body to fall asleep. When you have a lot of energy and you are very awakened, you will be much more gentle in your approach to achieve out of body because otherwise your body will not fall asleep. If you are too awakened, your mind is too active, your body cannot fall asleep and your experience will be zero. So you are more gentle. So you pay attention uh, on your energy level of uh, are, you, are you tired or not tired and you adapt your practice as per your energy level. But you can adapt your practice to a very low energy level, being very tired. I love those moments when I'm very tired physically, emotionally. Much more easier to go to the dream state. Much easier. Your body wants to fall asleep there. You have to be strong to keep everything together because your body wants to rest and go to probably non-REM, non-REM uh, deep, deep sleep. Do, do you know that? Do you, know, do you know those experiences where you just suddenly feel so leaden tired that you have to go to sleep? Uh, when you're describing that, just then you say you love those experiences. Sometimes I've had that where it's just like out of the blue. I just get so tired. I just go, okay, this is, I've just got to lie down now. And it seems to be quite often linked to um, some experience following after that. Yeah, that's what I say. It's easier to fall asleep. So because your body falls asleep quick, quickly sometimes, uh, you're saying you have an out-of-body or lucid dream. 
because you are very tired or yeah 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 no because uh, tired usually people fall asleep deep you know but if you are a practitioner you take advantage of it the regular guy who doesn't have any technique doesn't know anything you he will just fall asleep you know bang oh, mm. bye 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 world <laughs> see you tomorrow I mean, these you have are, techniques you can take advantage of it. Yes. This is usually when it happens during the day, right? So I'll be during the day suddenly hit by this wave of uh, tiredness. If it's at night time, if I'm really tired at night, then I'll usually just be asleep and it won't. It won't really work. But um, but, you, but you you are not an innocent guy. You 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 know about the subject. Yeah. So if if you talk about guys who know about it, you you have an expectancy. You expect it to happen, so you pay attention. Is it that's the difference? You can take a guy who never heard about it and he listened to this podcast for the first time, and he never knew that he could be aware in his dream state. And tonight he's gonna have a dream with awareness just by listening to the podcast because now he has the oh I didn't know I could do this. You know, yeah. oh, you, oh, I can do that. Okay, tonight and no techniques involved. And that is why many bad teachers take uh, take um, they, their techniques are wrong, what they teach is wrong, but they take advantage of this of this effect. Is that uh, just by knowing it, you can have an experience. You don't need to learn any technique. You just you just you just know that you can, and and you do. Many guys read a book about it, and uh, they don't do any technique. They just go to back to sleep, and then they remember during the the dream that oh I just read the book oh this is a dream oh my god and you know they wake up and they had their first experience like this and they think it's because of the teacher who told them to work on the chakra to do a meditation light up a candle fart three times a burp and then go to sleep but it's just <laughs> the shift right it's just the shift of mind just the shift of consciousness I can do it's this. enough it's yeah. enough yeah. it's enough yeah. But the guy will take, uh, oh, it's my new third eye open guy who did that. Absolutely not. Yeah. You did it, my friend, not your third eye guru. <laughs> so you're in... Many people don't know, you know. Oh, I like so that. People make money of it. And many people yeah. profit and they make you believe. Uh, let, let's play some cards. I'll tell you your future, you know. But some guys have definitely maybe some some guys are authentic. Yeah? You have uh, some psychic uh, access to the um, uh, unconscious. You you were going to say uh, something. Well, I was just going to say, um, you know, I think before we wrap up, and just where we're talking about it, it would be nice to just briefly explain how you work with people. Um, you know, if somebody comes to you. Uh, do you run workshops or do you do uh, you do one-on-one -on -one work and, and what sort of approach do you take to help people? Um, so I have, uh, I have now a system that I put in place after many years. Uh, so I was doing, uh, uh, basically I coach, I coach the guy, the guys in, uh, in, in about three days. Uh, so it's about four or five days of me talking and the guys are listening. So I, I have a new approach now. I have uh, I run I make I make the guys uh, uh, study. I tell them what they have to study, 
and I give them a time frame. So I give the materials. I have video materials, uh, written materials, and that. So I, they, uh, they it, it doesn't take uh, days. It takes uh, just a few hours. Okay. <laughs> if you, you just just in a few hours, you 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 watch, and then later uh, you read. Okay, now I'm done. Uh, so I don't have to talk. <laughs> you you, and then and then I and then I uh, then I meet them again, and then uh, and I make sure that they understand. Uh, you, you know, because sometimes I tell you something, uh, I know what I said, but I don't know what you understood. So I meet uh, I meet my students after that, and I uh, and I make them say uh, what they have understood, what they are supposed to do. And then I this is how I check that what they what they think they understood or what they know is correct. So I do this job, and uh, and after that they uh, they, they make the attempts. And then they come back to me, and then we run through what attempts they are doing. So it's not like you come and say, oh, it's been one week, there is no results. And I ask you, what did you do? And you say, I don't remember. Okay, go back to practice. See you next week. Tell me what you have done next week. Otherwise, I cannot help you. If you yeah. don't know what you are doing, I'm not going to help you. So you have to know exactly what you are doing. So the, the steps are pragmatic. It's very. Uh, it's not. Uh, it's not meditation. It's not candles. We're not gonna blame candles. We're not gonna blame the the smell of jasmine in your room uh, or peels uh, that you took that didn't work. Nothing. It's all natural and it's all uh, brain power. You know, brain brain power for you to to understand what you are supposed to do. That's so. And uh, so we go back and forth like that. I, I make sure that you do. Uh, what you are supposed to do, and not what you imagine, because you you learn from somebody else, or you read some books. Uh, so we will have to delete all of that, and you have to perform what I'm going to tell you. And uh, you're not going to have to perform it for years. It takes uh, one day if you are good, <clears throat> or within a week you are supposed to have you're supposed to have results. <clears throat> and then I take you on the journey to uh, after you achieve the. After you, so I call it door opener, you open the door. After that is the, the dynamics uh, to uh, how to evolve during the experience. And then the advanced part is what do you do with it? What kind of things you can do? And some advanced uh, induction techniques as well, more yeah. difficult ones. <clears throat> so that's what I do. And um, yeah. And you offer, that on, you offer that online from Malaysia? To, to anywhere yeah, in the world? It's, uh, yeah, if, uh, if the guys are in Asia or they're passing by, uh, they're passing by in Malaysia uh, after, before the virus happened and after the virus will be finished, uh, you can come to my house. It's uh, just slightly more expensive to pay the cookies. Uh, or you attend uh, from home, online. So you will be uh, like you and me right now and uh, I have guys in the house and everyone talks to each other. You talk to the guys in the house with me and uh, and you see me on the camera, that will be like you know, putting the camera. You can see the guy sitting next to me. So we are yeah. all in uh, online and in per in person. So that's the that's the web webinar. How they happen? That sounds great. Did you know um, that we have some questions on your page? <laughs> um, I went to multidimensional evolution page, and under this there is Edgar Ruiz. Who is asking have you seen jesus so personally i have not seen jesus i've seen the father of jesus mr pantera <laughs> yeah 
the, 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 there are more questions there. You want well, to go many. through or? Yeah, sure. If there are questions there, I've not, uh, have you got them in front of you then? Yeah. So after that, there is Rebecca. She said, I have to go by. So that's not the question. And then, and then she came back and she said, hi there. Well, that was maybe I'm reading, uh, I'm reading up to down, but maybe it's, I don't know how Facebook organized. Hi there, I have a question. How do we make sure this OBE experience is translate to positive changes in our everyday life? Or are the nighttime amazing experiences enough for us to feel more satisfied in daily life? So we, we spoke about it uh, just now. I, I, I spoke about uh, the very uh, human condition in terms of physical and mental and how it can help. So that is one way of doing it. Uh, but if you say how to make sure that they are positive, that makes me think about something else is, uh, is uh, sometimes uh, you experience nightmares and uh, you can have lucid nightmares. So that means that uh, the person is um, have some fears or, or situations where the guy or girl is getting scared or, or something is uncomfortable with. Uh, number one, uh, because you are lucid and aware of the situation, you don't have to deal with it. You can always shoot yourself to the sky. You can always uh, go through the wall and be outside the building if something scary is happening inside the building. And uh, after all, you can even wake yourself up, which is a very bad thing to do because you're in a lucid dream and ending up lucid dream or OBE, you have uh, you have an occasion to uh, to explore uh, crazy things. Is not uh, is not. A, I I don't like to end. I'm not. I'm never ending up any out of body experience or lucid dream. Uh, so you you don't have to deal with a situation that scares you. You can always uh, walk away because you are lucid and you have to remember that. It's not because somebody is talking to you that you have to talk to that person. It's not because somebody trying to scare you that you have to remain there to be scared. You can walk away, you can fly away, you can pass through the sailing, through the, through the floor, uh, you know. You don't have to be, you don't have to face. But you can also take your awareness to another level and say, I'm, I have nothing to fear. And let's face now my fear and transform the, uh, the bad experience into a transcending experience where you face your fears and you become a better person by facing your fears. Are you scared of heights? Are you scared of... Uh, strange animals are you scared of you know somebody has been raped maybe you know put yourself together about it you know so the the, the psychological part of uh, becoming better there are infinite so lucidity is giving you this opportunity to to uh, to do not be scared because you you have to remind yourself that you are in a safe environment and nothing bad is going to happen to you Yeah, thanks. You're ready for questions? So I just saw one more question popping up there. Um, Susie Hernandez was asking, do you know of any neuroimaging research being done on lucid dreaming? Neuro research or neuro how did she phrase it? Neuroimaging research. Neuroimaging research. I don't know what she means by that. Like uh, making the images from the neuro activity or is it images of the 
uh, neuroactivity uh, itself, or what does she mean by that? Well, I, I, I'm assuming it relates to uh, neuroimaging mapping of the brain as the person is having the experiences. Um, yeah, there there is uh, there is a few of uh, it has been the, if, if, a few researches have been done in this. Uh, there is um, uh, so the, the famous one. Well, I think Laberge did a, did a little bit. Stefan Laberge did a little bit of research there. Uh, in Germany, I think her name is Ursula Voss. Her family name is Voss. Okay. Ursula uh, Voss, a German girl. She does a lot of uh, electric all the electrical analysis on the brain, etc. How it works. There's a couple of guys you can look into it. Those who are doing it, um, I think uh, I'm not a fan of Robert Monroe, but uh, I think he did something with uh, EEG on the brain and uh, yeah, mapping. He, the... he did. We we spoke about that in the, my previous podcast um, with Mark Serta. We talked a bit about that research that Robert Monroe did. So so we all agree that uh, I mean we all they all agree. That it's the frontal cortex that is firing up uh, during the lucid experiences, and uh, and it seems like uh, it's it's a high frequency kind of thing uh, because uh, uh, waking state is about 40 hertz, so it's like a frequency, it's like a microprocessor, you know, where we go gigahertz on microprocessor, so it goes to 40 hertz, and apparently lucid dreamers can go higher. Like if you take a guy who is sitting in the waking state. And you measure the activity in the frontal cortex, it will be 40 hertz. And when we go to sleep, that activity slows down in terms of frequency. So we suspected less less frequency, less information passing passing through, because every 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 um, this is a bit of physics. Every uh, every wave is is a wave to is it's a way to detect uh, like a yes or no, a zero or one. You know, if if it works that that way, so the the higher the frequency, the more information is passing through uh, through a given slot of time. So uh, lucid dreamers have 40 hertz and more. They go to 80, 90 hertz from what I heard, uh, as compared to a regular guy. In the, the limit is in the waking state is 40 hertz, and it's the frontal cortex that is uh, responsible for. Uh, lucid experiences primarily. So that's it for the imagery. Uh, the, 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 I, there is I, some thing in Japan. I believe there is a there's a, an old um, colleague of mine, Rodrigo Montenegro. Um, I think he's doing research in that area, and he's actually talking on um, Anthony Peake's Consciousness Hour sometime soon, coming up soon. So if you have a look on on Facebook for um, either Rodrigo or for um, Anthony Peake's Consciousness Hour, then you'll You'll get some information about that. And I have a friend, so, so this is going to be funny. Uh, just one second. Uh, so she, she is doing something really, uh, really amazing. So her, her, her full name is a bit complicated. Uh, Dashiell Rose Bark Bark. Has. I'm sorry if I pronounce it uh, wrongly. Dashiell, D-A-S-H-I-E-L-L, uh, -L -L, uh, Rose, R-O-S-E, 
and then it's uh, bark b-r-r-k dash uh, has h-u-s-s so what she does now <laughs> this is this is uh, a really funny thing she connects electrodes so she's, she's in a group of uh, my close friends now we we all interact together and what she does now she connects electrodes here and she learns, you know, Stefan Laberge, he did this experience with moving eyes left and right and uh, giving a message from the dream state to prove that lucid dreaming is, is a real thing. He was giving out the, the, the signs. You can move your eyes in the dream state without waking yourself up. So he was doing a sign, you know, like left, right, left, right, left, right, up, down, four times, four times, yeah. to do like a predetermined action to do. So this girl, uh, what she does now, she connects the electrodes, and I think Laberge will have a hiccup and his jaw will drop when she achieves that. She connects the electrodes and she learns uh, Morse, Morse language. Oh, yeah. Uh, and she does, she, and she, she can pick up the electrical signals from her eyes by, just, just by listening the electro impulse here at the temple area and the, the clinch of the jaw. So she picks up this and she makes she makes interpretation. The eyes go left or right. It makes and she play more. So she's sitting like this and left, right, left, left, right, and and she has an application that it's transforming it into a message. And she connects it to her phone and she sends messages to her mom that way. <laughs> so the next stage now is to go to the lucid dream and imagine we have a Zoom call like we have right now. And we have somebody like this, a lucid dreamer who is, you know, a good, good, and he say, okay, by you, yeah. we connect the EEG, and then we have an alarm clock saying, okay, she's dreaming, nice girls, and the guys from around the world, we we go there and we have speakers next to her, and he say, where are you? And she starts to know, <laughs> messaging, I am, I am here in there and there. Can you do this? And she was like, yeah, let me try. <laughs> I think Stefan Laberge will, <laughs> will will pass out if he sees that well, this girl is I doing mean, it this. Does, no? It does paint a picture of a future where there's going to be some kind of dream technology interface. I think that is where, you know, that seems to be where a lot of people are trying to head. So yeah. it'll be interesting. So she's listening. I am, I am scared of any, because Ursula Voss was applying some electrical microcurrents to provoke Lucidity. I am against all of this. I'm, I'm scared to, uh, to the beats to, <laughs> after all these horror movies, uh, current applied to the head. I, I don't like this idea. Uh, so she she's uh, reading. She's not applying currents. She's reading what the brain does. So that's fine. Yeah. But I I, I would not play with currents to apply apply to the brain just to have a lucid mm -hmm. dream or. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't well, know. I, I, I'm, I I'm not cool with it somehow. <laughs> but I'm sure some guys will do that. <laughs> They'll be crazy enough to. I know in Ukraine they were trying to do this. And I know the German team was doing this. Uh, but as you can see, nobody came up with anything. Yeah. Because well, there's no need, to... right? We can do it with um, the methods that you described shaking our head, moving our toe, getting decent sleep. You know, there's no need for... No, I mean, if somebody without uh, without having to have make a hole inside the brain, uh, make some wave that puts, puts the frontal cortex uh, awake and, and uh, helps with lucidity, 
but to Wakao, you know, for example, the supplements, I, I'm, I'm not advertising supplements, but galantamine and, and choline. Choline is a neurotransmitter, and galantamine prevents the choline to be broken up in the, um, um, in the, in the stomach, so that you have more choline uh, level increased in the brain, and you become more conscious during the dream state. That works. I mean, it, I mean, especially for somebody who practices it, yeah. uh, works. Or guys who have Alzheimer and who take, who, who are taking galantamine just to alleviate their Alzheimer um, um, deterioration, they report be, uh, increase in dreams, etc., uh, uh, etc. Et so the, the, there are some, there, there is probably some research to, to be done. But I think uh, more interesting. More interesting uh, is is to work with the subconscious mind. I think this is very powerful on its own. Mm. Uh, all the technologies will be, I think, a little bit sketchy because the subconscious mind, if you are tired, it will put you to sleep, and you can you can scream at it. All the masks, you know, with the lights, with the sounds. Uh, it, it's it's getting used to it very quickly, so that's why the mask and all that they work only one time, and they don't work after that because your your subconscious mind gets used to it, and uh, all these flashes and the sounds uh, will be in, interpreted in the dream state just like that. It's not going to work anymore. It works one time, and you have to ma you have to make a break for a month or two, yeah. and gonna work again. But, so. Because many many of the researchers they do this research, but they forget the subconscious mind, and they or they just want to make some money with it, and they forget to tell you the truth that uh, uh, sorry, but <laughs> we didn't establish good dialogue with subconscious at all. <laughs> Here is the mask. Yeah, look, it I... can detect you. Yeah, <laughs> it will flash you in the middle of the night. It's, it's gonna work. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna work one time. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, one thousand, please. <laughs> oh, look, I'm I'm really with you. I really appreciate your approach, Yuri, to work with the mind to to keep it simple, to keep it practical. Um, I think you know. I think it's time to wrap it up. I will just briefly yeah, yeah. say there is a question, another question by Susie Hernandez about a link between lucid dreaming and sleep paralysis. And I would just refer Susie to check out um, Yuri's website, Lucidity for All, number this four. Is the last one. Um, there is a great video there that discusses exactly that question. So exactly, that is answered yeah. well. There. Yes. Yeah. yes, yes, yes. I really hope you got some value out of today's episode. If you did, why not leave a positive review on iTunes and share it on social media to help others find it. The tune seeing us out is another one from Axel Teslev. This one is called Akasha. You can find more information about today's guest on my website, multidimensionalevolution.com, including any links to their work and their contact details. On my website, you'll also find my blog and information and reviews about my book, Multidimensional Evolution which you can purchase in any good bookstore if you want to show your love for this show and get practical info for your own exploration of consciousness. Finally, please get in touch, whether it is to ask questions, share experiences, or suggest guests and topics. I always love hearing from people, as I believe it is through sharing with each other that we can all grow together. 
until then, or until you tune in again, I am sending you my very best energies.